Welcome back to Faith Over Fear. I'm Pastor Vance Mansfield, and today we are continuing our subject of trying of your faith. Now, yesterday, I told you that we were going to talk about how the devil solicits your thoughts, right? So we want to get into how the devil solicits your your thoughts. And I gave an example of like when you get drunk two nights ago or again last night and you go to bed and your room's spinning, you're puking, and then you wake up hungover and you're praying, God, get me through this, blah, blah, blah. I'll never drink again. That's, that's what people do. So did God put you through that? Probably not. All right. It's probably just terrible decisions on your part. Right. And I think we can all agree on that, that we do make stupid choices and stupid decisions. And then we want to blame God for them or we want God to get us out of them and all of these things. And sometimes he does, but sometimes it's left unto us to kind of work it out ourselves. So how can the devil solicit your thoughts by telling you that's a good idea? Well, a lot of times it comes through your buddies, but here's the point I want to make. And we will actually do a podcast on this and maybe a big series of podcasts on this. If you guys want to hear it uh, or hear about it or want us to study it, write to me and let me know that you want to hear about it, about understanding the attribute of Satan and the attribute of the devil in these different offices that are held within the powers of darkness and how all of that stuff works. See, I've said for years, there's not one devil going around the whole earth, bringing, reaping hell on the whole earth. Okay. It just couldn't be that way. Otherwise he would be omnipresent and then he would be God. All right. We know that the devil's not God, at least not our God, not the one that we serve. So he is some people's God, I guess, but there's not one devil out there doing all of this. So how, what, what is this devil? The devil is defined as an, a traducer or accuser or accuser of the brethren. So an accusation is the devil, right? This is, this is where condemnation, that's why I say condemnations of the devil because condemnation is nothing but accusation. So anyway, the, the point is sometimes you're your own devil. Sometimes that devil that we want to blame the devil for everything is in actuality our carnal mind. And it's our carnal mind that tells us that things are a good idea to do. It's the carnal mind. It's the soul nature of man. It's the part of us that fell in the beginning that wants us to go and do all of these things that are destructive to our lives and our families and our friends and all of these things. And I'm not telling you that I'm not pinning anything down to that one thing. Okay. It's, it's a very broad aspect. I just gave an example because a lot of people can relate to being hung over and drunk. Okay. I'm not telling you to get drunk. I'm not telling you not to get drunk. I'm just telling you that that's the example I'm using. Right. So because a lot of people can relate. So the, the devil, a lot of times is just your carnal mind. And I know there are going to be a lot of people that are going to write me about this. So if you don't understand that and you want to understand that, write to me and tell me that you would like to understand that. If you don't understand that, 
and you don't understand anything about that, keep your hate mail to yourself. I don't want to hear it. So I'm, I'm here to teach. I'm not here to debate and to argue with people. I, I do. I am open to what you have to say. I love to hear what you have to say and what you've studied on these things. But I'm not here to argue, okay? And we're not going to make a mockery of the Bible and the mockery of God, okay? It's just not going to happen. Not, not on my watch. So the solicitation comes out of your own mind, all right, so maybe maybe he looks good or maybe she looks good and you think there's a there you know the solicitation is in your mind. That's where it starts. So where's the devil? The chief seat in the synagogue. What is it? It's your mind, all right? So he's in your mind. How is he in your mind? Through your soul nature, through your human nature. All right? That's the part of you that God is trying to burn up. That's the whole purpose of this, is to burn that up. Actually, to pretty much totally destroy that. Not to so much do away with it, but to convert it and reconcile it back to its God nature that it should have been. Now, another definition. We're still working out of James chapter 1, verse 2. For those of you that are just tuning in, go back and hear part 1 of this so that you can catch along with where we're at right now. If you didn't hear part 1, stop this right now, go listen to part 1, and then re-listen to this whole thing because it's not going to make sense to you if you don't. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into different temptations provocations or to provoke is one of the definitions of this to provoke. And I think we've kind of covered some of some of provoking. All right. Now, this is something that I had to conquer because for many years, it just seemed like people would always try to, in fact, they still try to provoke me. I, I don't know that this will ever end for me. I hope that it, you don't have to go through it and it, if you are, it ends for you, but it seems like there are always people trying to provoke me. The Bible was explicit about provoke not one another to anger and different things. Why in the world do church people always try to provoke me? Good grief. Stop. All right. They're always trying to provoke me. They'll say all their little comments and this and that and the other constantly trying to provoke me. So how do I handle that? What do I do about that? And I'm going to tell you when I, when I give you how I deal with something, it may not always be the best way. Maybe you have a better way. And if you do tell me, write it to me, we'll share it with people. This isn't about me having all the answers. This is about us getting this message out to the world. It's a global takeover of the gospel of the kingdom of God. That's what this is. All right. So I believe in, in the body. I believe in a body ministry. So if you have a better way to deal with stuff, tell me. But I deal with it. First of all, I what I've learned to do is look past their ignorance. All right. So how do you how do you look past their I've learned to discern people. And how I have learned to discern people is through the word. All right. I just totally submerge myself in the word. And the word just gives me a, like a natural discernment. So when I can see them, and I'm just going to say this, all right, just like you and I are friends and we're talking in my office, all right, 
when you look at a stupid person, you just know they're stupid, right? And I don't necessarily probably promote calling people stupid because it's not a good thing, but you you know what I'm saying. All right, you look at a stupid person, you know they're stupid. And st- <laughs> stupid is as stupid does. All right, so stupid tells on itself. Sometimes I'm stupid. Sometimes you're stupid. We make stupid choices. We'll look at a, uh, someone and look at, talking about ourselves and say, well, that was stupid. Okay, so don't take too much offense to that. But stupid is as stupid does. So when they're doing stupid things, it doesn't take much discernment to see stupid written on their forehead. Okay, so it's easier to deal with that when you know the situation you're dealing with. All right. It's more like a spiritual handicap. And when you can identify it as a spiritual handicap, it's a lot easier to deal with because now you're dealing with someone that's disabled. Okay. And you're not going to treat someone that's physically disabled like you would treat someone that's spiritually disabled. Because usually you're unaware that they're spiritually disabled. So when you're dealing with someone that is spiritually disabled, you got to treat them like it's someone that you'd treat or how you'd handle someone that's physically disabled. So if you've got someone that, for instance, uh, let's say that they just, they can't walk. Okay. Or let's say that they, they can't move fast. Like they can't move fast and you're real hyper and you're constantly moving fast and you constantly got to stop and look back. Every time you stop and wait on them, you produce compassion for them because one day you might be in that situation. Okay. But the fact is they, they're just, they're not you. They don't move like you do. All right. So when you're dealing with this in the spirit, they're not you. They don't move like you do. So you've got to see that. So when they're provoking you, you've got to understand what's behind the provocation. Usually, I identify with what's behind the provocation as something from the powers of darkness. All right. So it solicited their mind to provoke me. Why? It's my test. It's my temptation. It's something that I've got to prove. I've got to bring to proof. I've got to come out victorious with it. All right. Now, another one of the words of the definition of the word temptations is adversity. It's the word adversity. So you're dealing with different types of adversity. Now, let me give you an example. Well, the definition, let's, let's first define this. So the first and foremost, the definition of adversity is uh, difficulties or misfortune, okay? What someone might call bad luck, I don't really believe in luck at all, even though sometimes I, I will use the term luck. I, I honestly don't believe in luck. All right, so... Bad luck, some of the synonyms of the word, I think, would be like hardship, distress, disaster, uh, affliction, sorrow, misery, heartbreak, heartache, okay? Those are all words for adversity. And 
when you're dealing with adversity, count it all joy. When you fall into these different adversities, okay? Count it all joy. Now, we have just worked through the Greek word parasmos. And parasmos comes from the word parazo, which means to test, to endeavor, to scrutinize, to entice, to examine, or to tempt. Now, would God really do all of this to us? Yes, he would. You bet your backside he would. And the reason he would is so that you would come out perfect in the end. Be ye perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect, right? So, parazo comes from para, which is through the idea of piercing. Through the idea of piercing. Now, it's not talking about like getting an ear piercing or a tongue piercing or a nose piercing or what do they pierce now? Their entire bodies. So it's not talking about those piercings. It's talking about like for, for an example, since we were working out of the word, uh, adversity and one of them was heartache, it's some of the songs even say like it pierced you through the heart or something, right? Piercing. It has many different applications. It means to test or an attempt. Now listen to this one. Here's one of the definitions of para. Experience. Experience. It's experience. Now, why is that important? It's important because that is what you gain. And when you have the experience to go with the understanding, it is nothing but power for you. It's just totally power for you. All right. Now, hurrah. The base word of para is paran or paran. And it means to pierce or to pierce through or across, beyond, farther, the other side. That's what that means. So to pierce through. Now listen, I'm going to give you another instance of piercing. To pierce through or to pierce across is to get in your head. Have you ever had someone tell you to get it through your thick skull? You've got to pierce through. You got it? To pierce through or to pierce across or to go beyond or to go farther or to the other side. All right? That is Peron, pierce. And that's the application of piercing. So 
all of this was worked out of the devil through your mind, right? So I told you, most of the time, you are in actuality your own devil. Sometimes you wake up next to your devil and you kiss him or her, her good morning. And you say, good morning, baby, and you kiss the devil. All right. Some of you have just moved your devil into your in-law suite. Some of you look at your devil every morning when you're brushing your teeth. And you smile back at your devil and say, aren't you pretty or aren't you handsome? You look good. You compliment your devil and then you go on about your daily life. This, <laughs> this is part of how the devil is in your mind. All right. That is the accuser of the brethren. That is the opponent of good, right? That's the soul aspect of you that wars against God. It's the part of you that just totally goes to battle against the son of God. Uh Uh-huh. Exactly what you just thought is is actually the truth. Yes, this this is part of that battle. But he wins victorious. Now, I've just been alerted that we are at our two-minute warning. Going to have to end this for the day. I want to take just a minute and invite every one of you to go check out our website, PastorVanceMansfield.com. You can find all of our podcasts on the website. So whatever platform you're listening to us on, if you like it, keep listening to us on there. But if you would like to go back and find them and to see the catalog of all of our podcasts, you can do that on our website. Our newest podcast is always on our homepage. You can just go over to the podcast page and you can get all of them. There's a player there. You can listen to all of our podcasts right there on the website. We can't do this without your help. Every one of these are brought to you by your donations. So please make a donation while you're at the website, PastorVanceMansfield.com, and help us keep bringing these podcasts to you. We pray that they're always a blessing to you. Share them with your friends. Like and subscribe. That way you can be notified every time we launch a new one. Every time we go live or air a new broadcast, you'll be notified. So make sure to like and subscribe. Share this with your friends. Have meetings with these things so that you guys can get together and study together. Your cell groups and your home groups. This would be a good way for you to study. This is Faith Over Fear. I'm Pastor Vance Mansfield, and God bless every one of you.